I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, every morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, dudes getting married because they what? They actually want to get married? Shut your face. First, the live dates. Let's do them. Uh, The biggest date in front of us. A few hours from now. House of Comedy, Mall of America. Now, I know we got a shitload of snow here in Minnesota, but listen. By that time, everybody will have been shoveled out. You will have been at home with your children for far longer than what you wanted to be. They will have been driving you absolutely up a goddamn wall. Feel free to buy a ticket. Come out, House of Comedy, tonight, 7.30. All right? Got some new stuff we're going to be working on. Spitballing. Throwing some shit out there. You know. Getting ready to get it on for the gram. I mostly, I'll bring a camera and record mostly because I do want to like go back and rewatch some stuff and be like, okay, that joke kind of sucks. We can tweak that a little bit. But every now and again, we get some good shit and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Throw it on Instagram. And I feel like tonight will be that night. I think people will have been, you know, quarantined, not to throw that word loosely, but they will have been inside for the last 48 hours, and they're like, fuck it, we got to get out and get some drinks. So tonight would be the night to do it. You can go to my uh, my website. You can go to all my socials. It's on there. I don't know if I updated the website yet because, like, it's goddamn. Um, it, it was a lot yesterday. I've been working my ass off over the last couple of days. So if you have nothing going on tonight, which I imagine most people don't, that would be the place to be, Mall of America. Scooter, I'm having PTSD. They are both on Zoom calls now. I will be... Oh, I will be there. Yeah, right on. Great. Good, good, good. What's up, Amanda? Hi, Billy. What's going on? What's up, Jen? What's up, DJ? What's up? Damn, dude. Happy birthday, by the way. I saw that photo. If you guys don't know uh, DJ, who's on the uh, Instagram live, um, you're looking ripped these days, dude. I mean, you always look in goddamn good shape, but Jesus Christ, man. There are two different 40s, and that is... <laughs> you and me, my man. <laughs> Although I was having this thought the other day that go ahead and follow me down uh, down this path. There was a guy back in the day that it was in the scene, and everybody used to look at him like, God, what an old motherfucker. That guy is old as dirt. I can't even believe we let that guy come and hang out with us. Look at that old piece of shit. Look at that guy. Him and his New Balance shoes and his fucking Tommy Bahama shirt. Look at that old piece of shit. That dude was like 34. And we were like, God, is he old. But the crazy part is like, I'm 42 and look nothing like what a 42-year-old looked like when when we were 17. When you looked at people in their 40s, in fact, somebody posted something the other day that the movie Parenthood was Steve Martin. And I think it's Annette Bening that's sitting next to him. When they show those two together, it says, this is what we were supposed to believe a 45-year-old person looked like. And nowadays we look like we are, and it's all the preservatives in our foods. It's all of the shit that we've been eating. Um, wait, DJ, it's not your birthday today? Turning 41 in April? Either, okay, either way, you still look goddamn amazing, okay? Um, but uh, what 40-year-olds and 45-year-olds used to look like back in the day completely, even like look at our 70-year-olds. 
When they go, oh my god, that guy was so old. He was 63 when he passed. It's like, fuck no, man. That guy is young. My brother-in-law's stepdad. That dude, 72 years old. That guy still gets out and rides like 30 miles a day on his bike. 72 is when you're supposed to just start peaking. That's when you're supposed to start getting your shit together. <laughs> uh, only, oh, it's from Father of the Bride. That's what it was from. Yeah. Jesus, man. The fact that people look like that now, 40-something, that's what you look like? Damn. I don't know. There's all the, but there's, then again, like, there's all this information, too, out there about, like, the internet and YouTube and TikTok and Instagram that feed us, like, hey, this is a way to stay young. Also, we probably, mm, well, let me rephrase that. I feel like we eat more and drink more than we probably ever did. But the amount of hard drugs that people do, that's way, like, all we've done is completely normalize marijuana. But back in like the 70s, man, everybody was high on cocaine and skinny as shit. <laughs> I mean, skinny as shit. And I always hate when people just go, you can't, you can't hold yourself to those standards. Oh, yes, you can. Absolutely. I got on the scale. It was funny because I was like, all right, we're doing dry January. Hopping on that scale, we're doing dry January. Hopped on that scale, I was at 180. And I'm like, eh, it's probably about 17 pounds more than what I usually when I'm in fight and weight, it's about 162, 163, 180s. Like, yeah, that's a, you're getting a little, and you, you, now's the time you got to start pulling it back. Cause, and here's the thing, ladies, I totally get it. Follow me over to camera one, ladies. I get it. I understand why you hate the fact you have every disadvantage come your way, especially in old age. I, it sucks. I, I have empathy for you, because. I got on the scale uh, the other day. I was at 180. And I'm like, all right, you got to pull it back a little bit. Now, but I got on the scale today. I was down a pound and a half. All I did yesterday was eat the way I normally do, go to the gym, ran for a half hour. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't get in a, a wet or I didn't get in one of those like hyperbaric suits and then go sit in a sauna for four hours. I just literally did everything that I normally do. I didn't have a beer been you know but i was like i'm gonna do dry january and then god damn it man why do they make us do dry january when it's the best fucking football on tv i was like i'm not gonna drink at all it's january 1st i'm gonna be done drinking then all of a sudden the, the fucking vikings blocked that punt in the packers game and i was like give me a beer <laughs> i'm like now i'm now i'm stuck now i have to drink i'm gonna do dry january and february the day after the super bowl we start again March 1st, February 28th. That's the last day. It's the shortest month. I think the, the Super Bowl is like February 6th this year, so we're already cutting into it. I'm doing dry January and February. Uh, uh, Scooter, so you won't be having a drink with me tonight? Oh, no, no. No, I'm, I'm drinking. I'll do dry-er, dry-ish January. It's good. Listen, moderation, man, ebbs and flows. And it's funny because... You know, I was like, I'm just going to go out and just like, listen, I need to treat myself. You really need to like pamper yourself after we've just been drinking IPAs at 10 a.m. every day for the last two weeks and eating our weight in Christmas cookies. And we're like, we need to pamper ourselves. It's January 5th. <laughs> we need to. No, it's the 4th. It's January 4th. Listen, we've had a rough couple of days. Everyone's like, hey, man, uh, you got you should take a little bit of time away from drinking. I do take time away from drinking. It's called Monday through Thursday. <laughs> hmm. 
Scooter, I will be needing a drink after distance learning day. Yeah, that's funny that you guys had a distance learning day because there's a lot of schools that did not go distance learning day today. They just bucked it, man. My daughter, same, like I got up, I was like, oh, I guess it's going to be one of those days, distance learning day. Nope. Uh-uh. I did notice that some of the ski hills around here were like, hey, kids, uh, we'll give you some massively discounted ski lifts if you guys want to come and hang at our establishment today, which today would be the day to get out, man. I know. Uh, what's up? Mur... 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 Murago? Murger... Murgery Lee? There's some new people on this Instagram live feed I haven't seen before, but nice to see you guys. Dom Pardo! Dom Pardo. I lost on Jeopardy! Baby. Now tell me, Don Pardo, tell me what now I didn't win. Don't act like you don't know that, weirdo. What's up, Kimberly? Hi, Steph. What's going down? Nice to see everybody. Good to see you. Uh, so this came through the wires the other day as I was scrolling the internet. Would you guys like to hear why it is that men decide to get married? Why men decide to get married? There's one lady who has a theory on this. Somebody said this actually makes sense. I don't agree with this at all. 1,000%. I'm going the opposite, man. I'm going the opposite of what this lady has to say. Absolutely, 1,000%. All right, here you go. This is why she says she was a wedding photographer. This is why she says men decide to get married at a certain age. I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings and she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married. Implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down. When a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage, and ready to settle down and ready to start a family, he takes a way different approach to dating. That part in his brain of like, oh, there's another girl out there, shuts off. Because now his focus is on marriage. It's not in finding the next best thing. Uh, uh, uh. I'm going to disagree 1,000% with you there. First off, his focus might be in marriage, but that part of your brain that goes, there might be something else better out there, it never goes away. doesn't matter who you're with. Ladies, you're going to feel the same way. Because I remember Molly Shannon from Saturday Night Live, in her book, one of the things she wrote about was the, this, the common denominators between men and women, and especially between married men and married women, a husband and a wife. One of the things she wrote was, trust us, we thought we'd marry hotter too. And that is so goddamn true. That part of your brain, you just decide at some point that you have to make it work with somebody. You have found somebody that you are willing to give those things up. And it, it's not just dudes. There's a lot of ladies I know that have settled, that have been like, you know what? This is as good as it gets. I'm sorry. Now, are there people out there who just happen to live in the same town, in the same small town in the middle of goddamn Alabama, and they just happen to be soulmates? Sure. Friend of mine, him and his wife met in the seventh grade. They are together to this day. Two beautiful children, home down in uh, Prior Lake. They've, they've done well for themselves. Are those stories the exception and not the rule? Absolutely. Because if you are trying to tell me that four dudes from Liverpool could all get together in the 50s and it just so happens that they were soulmates musically to have created the Beatles, you're full of shit. You found four dudes that were willing to put together creatively. They worked very well together and they were able to put away and make sacrifices for one another to be able to create the greatest 
foursome of all time. You cannot tell me that there wouldn't have been somebody else who lives in Siberia who would have been a better fit with Paul McCartney. You can't tell me that because I, I bet he exists. And I bet that there is a guy out there just physically, his body type, the way his knees are made, his shoulders, his speed. He is the greatest hockey player the world will never see because he lives in a goddamn hut in the middle of the desert. That's why. So don't give me this bullshit about like, just do it when they're ready to settle down, that part of their brain goes away. No, it doesn't. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of dudes who still look, even though they are with the one. I notice a lot of guys, especially at the gym, I see a lot of dudes with wedding rings on those fingers, and they look at a lot of ladies. You're getting busted, guys. You're getting busted. And I know this because I'm also one of those dudes, too. I really, goddamn, I try not to be. I really, really try not to be. <sighs> What's up, Jerry Pizzini? Nice to see you. Speaking of, see what I, this is another, she's another one. You with somebody, you make it work. I don't need to give away the story as to why it is you guys weren't together for a while, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you make it work. You love somebody enough. You are willing to sacrifice those things. Even though your brain, every time, listen, you'll be at a, a Timberwolves game and there'll be a gal who walks by who's serving drinks and, you know, she's a nine and a half and not a hippie nine and a half, a Minneapolis nine and a half, and she'll walk by and a guy will just, it, it's in our DNA. We are wired to do it. And ladies, you do the same goddamn thing. I've been watching Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu right now. And every lady in there with the dollar bills shaking them around. You gals do the same thing. There's a lot of married ladies who look up a lot of things on the internet when everybody's gone for the day. Probably not today, only because, you know, you kind of got some kids floating around the goddamn house. Uh, Jared, what's up, buddy? I try not to either, but it's hard. Luckily, I catch my wife looking too, so we're even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as long as you are choosing to go home with me at the end of the night, feel free to look all you want. That's why that person looks that way. You know, we go out and we see some dude who's got like, you know, big freaking guns and he's got a rippling chest and a bunch of abs and, you know, he's basically poured himself into a pair of Levi's. Go ahead and look. That, that dude is a, he's a specimen. Came out of a goddamn laboratory. Scooter, I was just going to say not today, damn kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sally, yeah, but we all, we all look, but we know what a nightmare their personality might be. Oh, you are so willing to put up with more shit the hotter somebody is. There's a scale, and trust me, the hotter somebody is, you are always... There's that old saying, you show me a hot person and I will show you somebody who is tired of having sex with them. Because it is impossible, man. It is impossible. I don't remember who had the bit, but basically they talked about how women who date extraordinarily good-looking men especially when you're young, when you're in your twenties, it happens when you're in your forties, probably should keep that, you know, close to the chest. You should probably not be cheating on your significant other in your forties, but Hey man, in your twenties, I'm okay with it. It happens. But when it does happen, women who date very good looking guys get upset because, and especially when the woman is very good looking, she's like, I don't remember who had this bit. I can't remember who did it, but man, Ah, it's going to drive me insane. But anyways, I, I, this is not my concept. Somebody else came up with this. And it is it is a superpower to be able to bed an incredibly attractive woman. Like lights out, you know, maximum centerfold. It, it's a superpower. So when that guy goes out and he, you know, gets together with the, uh, the Playboy center model, 
trying to think if those two worlds would ever meet up. But anyways, uh, when when that happens, and the lady's like, I just don't get it. It was like, well, yeah, Superman is not going to use his x-ray vision just once and then be done with it. If you got a superpower, you're going to use it. Uh, Mira, wouldn't mind picking your brain on how men think. Love your honesty. Uh, think about what? Think about... Think about long-term relationships. Think about women. Because here's the thing, and this is always my problem when it comes to like, especially the younger, like, and I don't want to say the younger comics, but there's a lot of younger people who are like, you know, oh, that guy is, uh, that guy is a racist. Uh, No, listen, trust me. Uh, If you think somebody is racist against another person, all you have to do is show him a woman of that nationality and you're like, would you have sex with that woman? The guy's like, yep, I would. I absolutely 1,000% would. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it literally takes. It's not much. Um, Jared, I mostly just think about butt stuff. I, listen, I agree, man. I agree. That's why the internet is there. Feel free to just hop on board, man. That's why. Um, yeah, a lot of dudes, listen, we're basically... Any port in a storm is what a lot of us think. And I can't say it for everybody because I'm not that way either. And they always go, well, he's picky. He's picky. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I trying to pick the person that I am supposed to be with for the rest of eternity? Sorry if that's taking me a while to pick things out. You picked out a couch faster than you picked out a girlfriend. Yeah, because I know I'm going to get rid of the couch in the next six years. However... <laughs> I have to wake up next to the same person until the day I die. Give me a minute. God, it's true. You really have to like think about this next person that you are going to be. Because I I get it. When you're young, do it then. Make all those mistakes. Cheat it up. That's what you're supposed to do. That's basically, was it it John Cusack in... Was it high fidelity? Was it say anything? Um, that's what your 20s are there for, to get drunk and, and uh, mess around. Infidelity. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what your 20s are there for, for to get drunk and infidelity. That's why you have it. That's why you're supposed to do that stuff in your 20s. Have fun. Be creative. Bring other people into the fold. And then at some point, yeah, call that a day. You know? It's like going on vacation. Then you just, because a lot of times we bring in, you know, that stuff into our households when we're in our 20s, wait until the kids are gone, then you guys can start, why do you think everybody at a swingers resort is old and flabby? Because <laughs> they used to do that shit in their 20s when they were physically fit, and then they had kids and a family, and then it all went away, and then as soon as their kids went out, they were like, I want to get back into this, so now you run on down to Wisconsin Dells, just outside, 13 miles north on Highway 31. I don't want to say exact details, but I'm just saying there's a camp and it's filled with swingers and you can go ahead and join for a minimal amount of money. Mira, the moment I see a super attractive, high maintenance looking man, I walk the other direction. Good for you. Sally, I don't understand how couples are married for 40 or more years. People change. Yeah. I asked my grandfather this and it's not a joke. This is exactly what he said. Because uh, they, I think my grandparents were on 40s. Oh, God. Was it 47 years? Maybe it wasn't that long. Maybe 30, maybe 40 years. 30 cents, something like that. But uh, when they were like, they were like, so how'd you do it, Grandpa? Like, what, what, what is it? You know, just like undying love? He goes, separate bedrooms. 
thousand percent. And then my grandma chimed in and she was like, no, 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 it's not separate bedrooms. Don't lie to him. Honey, it's two TVs. That's what you need. Two TVs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, when they talk about sleep divorces and stuff, man, that's how people make it. That's how people make it. You know who I think probably love their significant others way more are people with jobs that are inherently dangerous. Because I don't know a lot of coal miners that wake up every single day and don't kiss their wives goodbye. Let me rephrase that. I don't know a lot of coal miners. <laughs> Not a lot of coal miners in my world. But I'm saying is that if there's probably a lot of firefighters that wake up every day and give their old lady a kiss and just go, I pray to God I see you when I come home tonight. I pray to God. Uh, Sally Mack, get it. Or excuse me. Uh, oh yeah, Sally Mack. Uh, Sally Mack, get a duplex and you'll be married forever, dude. Ain't that the truth? Yep. Just go ahead and get yourself a house right next to the one next to the person that you're with forever, and you guys will stay married. Mm-hmm. Schooner Iron Ore, could be. <laughs> mm. So yeah. So anyway, um, listen, it's a it's a very big decision to be with somebody that you are going to be with for the rest of your life. So feel free to goddamn take your time, everybody. You don't need to jump into this shit. You know, marriages end, 57% of marriages end in goddamn divorce. Why would you ever, ever go down that route unless you were 1,000% sure that this is the person that you're supposed to be with? And also, don't let people pressure you into that shit. You know, I mean, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, goddamn, dude, they've been cranking it out now for like 50 years together. And still not and still not hitched. So who's to say it's supposed to be your thing, you know? And that's the problem, man, when you think like, God, man, there is a comic in the scene. I'm not going to say who, but she is like 22 and she's married. And I'm like, ooh, man, good for you guys. But Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> uh, DJ, here's TMI for you all. Separate rooms for five years. Dude, good for you, man. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there was a uh, there was a gal that I was with for about a year, and we weren't anywhere near even thinking about moving in together. But one of the things that she had mentioned was the stipulation. She goes, uh, "Listen, if we ever decide to move in, we need to find a place that has enough room for." both you and I to have separate bedrooms. And I said, oh, that's always been the plan. Yeah, we ain't, fuck no, dude. Mira, Oprah instead. Yeah, dude, that's that's how you do it, man. Yeah, that's how you do it. Always. You never want to be too, being too close to people. Dude, ask any guy who has been out camping with his buddies for a week. At like, Night number four, you're ready to goddamn kill somebody. You are ready to kill somebody. I mean, I don't know. Traveling with folks and like having to be with them, dude, you really see that side of them where you're just like, I got to get the fuck away from this person for a while. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I got a couple of VOs I got to go cut. 
Still got to go shovel again. This will be my third time. Christ, we are getting hammered with snow. But hopefully we see you guys tonight. Mall of America show is at 730. Even if it's a tiny crowd, we're going to be bringing the heat. So you can get tickets online, House of Comedy, or you can just go to my socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I don't think it was on the website just because it was such a last-minute show, but we're trying to promote the shit out of it as best we can. I hope to see you guys there. Show is at 7.30 tonight. Not sure exactly who's going to be featuring an opening, but doesn't matter. It's always a star-studded affair over at the House of Comedy. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single morning at 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Always appreciate it when you take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.